What an episode today. What an episode today. We got E on the mic in the building. Raw thoughts, raw mind is what I always say. Hit my music. You're on time to talk sports with raw mind. Game day, who plays with updates of all kinds. From press box to sideline. Who got cut? Who got signed? Who's clutch when it's crunch time? The starting lineup or the pine. These athletes compete, some without even trying. You want a championship? You gotta grind. When them bright lights shine and this game go nine, they gon' cover the story not quite like rhyme. Exclusive interviews, dudes plug like Mike Line. He's got the inside scoop of why, who got fine? Prime. Time. Got the game statistics. I could say if you wasn't at the game, you missed it. But now raw mind sports covers the distance. Front row, that's close, like a coach's assistant. You wanna be in the know? Eyes open and listen. This is raw mind sports, another edition. We're here, we're here. Welcome to another episode of Raw Mind Sports. I'm your host, Ryan Prime Time Jones. Senior, and with that, I got my guy, my main man, E on the mic. I'm gonna let E plug itself in real quick. What's going on, Ryan? Appreciate you getting me on this show here. You can also find me on YouTube, on TikTok, Instagram, and on threads, as always, on E on the mic. That's where you can find me at, and all those contents right there. Appreciate you getting me on here, Ryan. I appreciate it. Those are my plugs right there. Right in there. Your microphone's on mute. Well, yeah, that's what I do, man. You know, raw mind, raw thoughts, however you want to call it. You know, everything is unscripted here. So things will always happen. I <laughs> <laughs> see that. I appreciate you being here, E. And you know, hey, I'm on the way. Go ahead. Yeah, I appreciate it, man. So with that being said, we, by the way, people, for the viewers, Essential Collections by Monica Rich is sponsoring this show. Essential Collections. Products, facial products, bath products, package care for kids. <laughs> you know, anything. Listen, I need a clean face, too. Listen, I'm going to see my girl tomorrow. I need a clean face, too. So I'm going to need that. I'm going to need that. I'm going to need that. Send me the way. Send me the way. <laughs> and that's what we're doing. Use a promo code raw mind. Use promo code raw mind. You know, and, and my main man E, we're gonna get that discount and we're gonna take care of that because we gotta get okay. him straight. So with that being said, before we get started, why are we getting started here? We're gonna get something out of the way. Um I get it from my end, you know, Sam Hartman's rig rib necklace. Um like, tell me what you think about this. His mom's going to put the necklace on. It's a rib that was removed. Sam Hartman is playing one rib shorter than it, than usually. So, yeah, give me your raw thoughts, man. Raw thoughts. Man, when I when I first heard this story about the rib necklace of Sam Hartman, I thought that was just a joke, honestly. But when the reason how that happened was, of course, he had a, a blood contusion on his rib. He had it taken out through surgery. Now, instead of kind of... Letting it be researched. No. His mom wants to keep it for her to keep her son right there with her. Now, I understand that as a for a mother's perspective. But for me, I think it's kind of weird just to have your son's bones right there on your necklace, right there hanging out like that. I mean, I understand it's a deeper connection to your son, so he's never gone from you. But, man, I would just let it, or let it just be on the science. Let the scientists look at that, research it more so they can figure out how to get rid of that. Especially with a broken rib, 
He's one rib short, like you said, Ryan. But man, I would never want to see not even my mother have a broken rib on her necklace. Not at all. Not <laughs> at all. Not one bit. Yeah, I, I get it. So I, I'm the same way, man. Um, but I also understand from a mom perspective. I guess keeping it close. I think that's a mom thing. We'll just have to figure out how we feel about it and Not we'll go for that. I just thought it was, you know, maybe some good luck. We don't know. It, it's her baby. I understand that. It's her baby, you know, but even then it's like kind of weird. It's like, that's like saying like, oh, listen, I have my son's skeleton face right here, but, you know, it keeps me close together. <laughs> it's like almost the same concept, but it's just a rib. It's just a rib, but it's just weird. In my opinion, it's just weird. It's weird. Yeah, yeah it, it definitely is. It definitely is. So we're going to go to the next t- topic here, man. Um, Aaron Rodgers, Hard Knocks debut after playing in the league for 30 years. He gets a Hard Knocks debut, and I know he said it shoved it down his throat. You know, so, uh, you know, I don't know what he expected in New York. I hope he ain't think he's just going to keep floating like he was in Green Bay. But what are your raw thoughts? All right, thoughts into the Aaron Rodgers situation with him being debuted on Hard Knocks. He know he had it coming. Come on now. He was the most talkative guy around this past all season during the spring team camp. Is he going to retire? Is he going to get traded? And then he finally said, oh, I'm going to get finally traded. Where he was going to go to. And it took a long time for him to get to the Jets. And it was inevitable. Especially when, you know, Hard Knocks was trying to figure out which team to get. And he already, it was a no-brainer for the Jets. Aaron Rodgers was the most hyped player around in the, in the social media game honestly. So it brings the great views right there. And especially when we have a defensive player like Sauce Garner as well, that offense of the Jets. Man, it makes a good show there, but listen, Aaron Rodgers, you always want to be on the spotlight. You pretend you don't, but you do. But you do. In the end run, you do. I I think the same thing. So I don't know why he tried to act like he don't want to be in the spotlight. He wants this. He likes the attention. He <laughs> wants to be in the attention. He <laughs> wants everything on him. He went to Broadway for that reason to be all the attention on him. Now he got a chance to win the division. You know, now I think he's more so afraid of what they're trying to bring out this season because the it's the first year. They have a lot of talent. He doesn't want nobody to see what they're actually doing and what's going to happen. Well, mm-hmm. hard knocks. Maybe they don't get the X's and O's. Maybe they just get, like, random stuff that's going on, you know, like during practice and stuff like that. But for me, I'm saying saying it like this, like raw thoughts. I feel like, you know, I like it. Maybe people get to see the real Aaron Rodgers. Or maybe Aaron Rodgers hides from the camera. But either way, you, you got to put on your big boy pants, Aaron Rodgers. You're a Hall of Famer. Two back-to-back MVPs. You was in Green Bay. You let them down. Now you're in a situation where I think you probably have a much better team than you had in Green Bay. So why? I know why. But let's be real with Aaron Rodgers. It is what it is. You know you got a target on your chest. Everybody knows that you wanted to leave Green Bay. Now you leave Green Bay. Now people are going to really exit. I mean, put the... Put the bulls out on you. Can Aaron Rodgers get it done? But I got some raw thoughts on that later. But with that mm. being said, anything else you want to say about this topic? Sponsored by Central uh, Collections. I'll, I'll say this. The spotlight, tougher division, AFC East, where you have the, the Jets, of course, the Dolphins, or that has been a much improved this past offseason. The Buffalo Bills are still going to be the Buffalo Bills. The Patriots will still also be in the mix there, too. Compared to the NFC North, where all he had to worry about was the Vikings, the Lions, and the Bears. Now, we all knew the Lions and Bears were not going to be that team. Even if it was still there, 
the Packers will still run it. So different, uh, different times, different times, my man, different time for Rodgers. I feel. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think so too. But we're gonna see. But I again gonna have some raw thoughts at the end of this show. So let's go to the mm. next topic. Um, Damian Lillard. You know, I see a lot of Miami back there. I see the Miami Dolphins <laughs> back there. I see the Miami. Listen, it doesn't, it doesn't hide. Yeah. I don't hide the fact that I am. So, I'm assuming you're thinking he's coming to Miami, but uh, give your raw thoughts on when you think the deadline for him to leave. Ooh. Man, that's been a lot of talk about Damon Lillard ever since about a few months, a few weeks ago when he requested a trade. The main question is when he's going to come. It all depends on who, what the Heat are going to willing to give up. Recently, though, the Heat are willing to give up three first-round picks and Tyler Hero in that trade, which right now is starting to put a little bit mix for the Trailblazers to get that trade pick. But the main question is, will he get there? I feel at some point, it's going to happen this month. I already have a feeling it's going to be this month. It could happen, I'm going to say the 22nd of July. I'm going to say the 22nd of July. I see that trade happening. Now, it could be even more than what I just said there. Three first rounds in Tyler Hero. I wouldn't be surprised you see Duncan Robinson, one of the rookies, especially Jamie Jacquees. Man, that man was doing great in the summer league before we had to pull him out to Anjovic. So, I would not be surprised at that. But there could be another scenario where Tyler Hero would be traded somewhere else just to get another first round pick to convince Trailblazers to give Damian Lillard to Miami, especially we desperately need that decision after Gabe Vincent and Max Strudis left the free agency going to L.A. or Cleveland. My raw thoughts here, I think I've seen a proposal saying something about Tyler Hero for three first-round picks. I, I like that. I think they may do that, but at the same time, I don't know what. Um, Chauncey Billings might as well get ready for a rebuild. I think by the fact that you got Air Spolstra, you have that team, they got to the NBA Finals two out of the last three years, I want to say. Yeah. I mean, bubble year. Then they year. came back two years. Yeah, so Miami was back, and they always was in the running. Um, for me, there was a, a, in the Eastern Conference Finals last year, and although they lost to Boston, I look at this team as a team that I think they are missing one piece. I mean, Miami finds a way to get it done with not the star power. You know, you got right. Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler is not a guy that you can say, how can you stop him? How do you game plan with Jimmy Butler? Jimmy Buck- Butler gets buckets from anywhere. He ain't like like guys like you know Steph Curry gonna shoot, but even though he does a lot more, he ain't like you know Kobe and Jordan. You know they go do the post up, even though you can't stop. LeBron, post up. yeah, LeBron is gonna will his power to get to the rim. Um, Damian Lillard in Miami is gonna be something special, and I know he's probably saying like, "Look, I don't want to go go to New York because I might not win a championship. Boston, I probably can win the championship, but it's probably gonna be too cold." You know, he wants to go somewhere where the market is good. Like, Miami, heat, weather. He wants to state do something State taxes. Different. Right, right, state taxes, none. None, no state taxes. No you know, state taxes um, at all. So, you know, he, he's probably looking at the money he's going to make, the money he's going to receive, the money that's going into his bank account with the Brink truck. Miami will be the purpose by New York. He can make so much money off endorsements. Because New York Broadway media is always going to be in his face. New York, oh, he, L.A. Right, LA right, right. Price. I know at one point in time he was interested in Golden State, but, of course, that Chris Paul trade happened. Right, it happened. The Wizards, also got, so right, that's right, out of the right. picture right there. Any other then teams I, he decides to go to, that's not happening at all. He, right, will, right, he right. will sit out. He will, he will sit out like Ben Simmons. Yeah, I can see him sitting out. So I'm thinking about the Lakers. Yeah, he could. It's, like, close to home. Um, you know, Chris Paul, Golden State. You know, I, I didn't see him going to Golden State because Golden State – 
has uh, I mean, even though they got Chris Paul, I just don't, you know, I don't know how much it would cost to get, you know, Lillard there. And I don't think it's there. not even a fit to me personally. Then you got the Lakers. But now if you got the Lakers, he has to have the ball in his hand. He's not playing off ball. Most guys who play with LeBron James have to play off ball. Because LeBron James, even though he's not the point guard on the roster that's listed as point guard, he's still the point forward who brings the ball at the court a lot you right. know, in certain situations. So, no, that, that kind of affects a lot of stuff. Um, <clears throat> Miami would be the best place. All I know is if he ain't traded – by the time preseason starts, you can best believe Dame Dollar going to Dame sit his butt down somewhere until he gets traded. So that's what I, I feel about that. And with that being said, Essential Collections, Essential Collections by Monica Ritz. Use the promo code RAWMIND. Use promo code RAWMIND. You get a 15% discount on all products. Visit the website, www.essentialescentialescentialescentialescentialescentialescentialescentialescentialescentialescentialescentialescentialescentialescentialescentialescentialescentialescentialescentialescentialescentialescentialescentialescentialescentialescentialescentialescentialescentialescentialescentialescent
Miami. He was in LA. He was top five. I, I can see that, but I'm gonna tell you now. He might be top five, but it's a team in in his division with the Rams. We was with last year. It was a guy that mm, I, absolutely I made him look look like he was. Yeah, know. I can already tell who it is. I can tell <laughs> who that is? Who is Just that? I want you to tell me. Debo. That's right. That's correct. So listen, I mean, listen, I, listen, I already know. I already know what play you talking about. I know what play you talking right there too. It's been Debo multiple plays. It, I didn't see multiple plays with him, but I know the play you talking about. But I've seen multiple plays where Debo has always finished off because, like, he catched the ball in front of him. Now you got to make a play. When I look at corners, I don't just look at pass coverage. I look at can you make a play? Can you make the correct tackle? Can you make that stop? You know, that's what I think about. But I know in the NFL, it's a passing league. You want guys who um can, you know, make yeah, great yeah. plays and stops. It's other um, and I'm over here trying to pull it up to make sure because I want to make sure I got it. Steve, yeah, Stefan Gilmore. They said Patrick. Well, hold on, wait a minute. Right now I'm going by 2023 top best. Oh, Jalen Ramsey is in the list. He said they got Sauce Gardner, okay, Jalen Ramsey, Stephon Gilmore. I, I want to see what the NFL is saying. I'm still trying to um. Oh, hold on, hold on. All right, number one. I'm trying to figure who's the best corner in the NFL. They said Patrick Sertain. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they said Patrick Sertain. Sauce Gardner. Sauce Gardner. And they Ramsey. got them as a tie. But then you got Jalen Ramsey at number two. Stephon Gilmore mm-hmm. at number three for the Cowboys. No, they don't. They got Patrick Sertain at um number four. And Darius Slay at number five. Well, that's not bad of a list. But they got oh. – Sauce Gardner, well, this about a fact, so I can say this for the record, so we can make sure we get it clear. This is from Pro Football Network. Mm. PFL. So they the ones who picked this list. Gardner's number one. Jalen Ramsey, number two. Ste- Stephon Gilmore is number three, which is absolute. Now I'm about to go ahead and get going to um Pro Football Network. This is absolutely garbage. I- I'm surprised even Stephon Gilmore is all the way up look, there at right, top five. Right, right. So Stephon Gilmore like, probably, the last I'm, time maybe you probably hear him in top five was when he was right. still with the Patriots. So I'm going to, I'm going my list. You know, we can keep Ali Sauce Garden ways there because I know it's a debate between him and Pat. Yeah, Sertan. it's a debate over old Pat Pat Sertan. So Sertan. I put Pat Sertan mm-hmm. at number two. Sertan and um, Sauce Garden could go one or two. Yeah. Then I go. So I put those at top two. Now I'm gonna go to three. Three, Darius Slay. Four, Jalen Ramsey. Mm-hmm. And then if you want to put. I'm just going by their list. I'm just flipping their list. I go with Stefan Gilmore, number five. What you got there mm. with that list? I just named. Who, who are your picks? How would you order that list? If I had to order all those five corners right there, would be, of course, Sauce Garner and Patrick Tank. They always flip-flop. They always, always flip-flop one or two. I'll definitely have Gilmore five. It's just one of those flip-flops there with Ramsey and Slay. I can always flip-flop those two right there. Right, 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 right. You can never yeah, go wrong I'm... with that, but if you want a legitimate, uh, what I'm going to say, Ramsey, then Slay. Oh, oh, of course. I knew you were going to say that. So I, I like <laughs> that. So we're going to see what Ramsey do this year under Mike McDaniel. Hey, listen, it'll be a proven year. Listen. And it's a good defensive coordinator, too. You should know that because he was a 49ers defensive coordinator for your Super Bowl run. Yeah, way yeah. back in 2012 against the Ravens. We're not going to talk about how that ending happened. We're we not. But uh, <laughs> how do you feel about the Dolphins while we're on this subject? Do the Dolphins win the ALCs? Do the Dolphins win the ACs? It's going to be close. I'm not going to say yes, just because we have to get over the hump with Buffalo Bills. That's always our kryptonite every time. First, we have a tough schedule to go through. We're 
pretty much the top five toughest schedule in this in this league this year when we had to play against NS East, AFC West. Got mm. to play some teams there. They're going to be tough. They're not going to be a walk in the park type of teams. And, of course, our own division. So we still got to worry about Buffalo, New York. We don't know how New York is going to go with Aaron Rodgers. It could be a great Aaron Rodgers team or it could be a bad Aaron Rodgers team. We won't know until Black Friday. And then there's New England there, too. That's going to be the main question there. Now it's, good qu- now, it's all going to come down to near the end of the season, which is going to be tough the way our, our schedule is going to end this year. But if we can get a good 11 wins around that park, there's a big opportunity we can win that division for the first time since 2008. And that happened when I was seven, okay? That was the last time they even had a winning – They won. that was the last time they won their division when I was seven years old <laughs> at the old – what it used to be called Sunlight Stadium at that time. So, oh boy, it's gonna it's gonna be close. I'm not gonna say guaranteed, but it's a big opportunity. We have to take that opportunity. But Buffalo's gonna be in our way. New York is gonna be in our way. That's how I'm gonna feel for Miami trying to reach that division top for the first time. Oh wait, would the Broncos be better under Sean Payton? I say yes, because when you look at the difference between the Broncos of last year. And the Broncos going into this year, you had a you had a coach of Nathaniel Hackett who were hoping to get Aaron Rodgers there. That was the only reason why Hackett was even under that coach. But instead, they got Russell Wilson, and then Russell Wilson was controlling most of that crowd right there, letting everything shenanigans. You saw last year all the shenanigans with Russell Wilson there. Sean Payne is going to come in there in a brand new system. There, he's more of a guy where situational situation coach, seeing what is what. At this point in time, it was down by 10, what to do in this situation for the offense and for that defense there, and bringing Russell Wilson hopefully back into his same self when he was in Seattle. Because last year was a fluke year for Russell Wilson there. That was not the rule thing that everyone was expecting. That all that high for Denver going to the Super Bowl last year, just for him to sleep like that, was not acceptable for Russell Wilson, and especially how much they gave up to get Russell Wilson. So Sean Payne, the veteran coach, will get that team up there. The main question is, can they get to the playoffs, especially in the tough AFC West with the Chiefs and the Chargers in the way? That's going to be the main question there. But they will be better than last year, than what their record was last year. I'll definitely guarantee that. I'm going to tell you now, um, I was looking at Russell Wilson when he was in um, Seattle. And, you know, of course, I've seen a lot of Russell Wilson. Oh, yeah. Russell Wilson is not. Drew Brees in a Sean Payton's offense because Drew Brees just has that pure accuracy. But what Russell Wilson has is extending plays, can move out the pocket better than on Drew Brees. It's just it's going to be a little bit different because you're going to have a mobile quarterback that can move a little bit. I don't know if he's going to make the correct throws every time, but Russell right. is Russell. But I know I know one thing that's going to happen. It's going to always be a safety valve. You know, Jonathan Williams is going to be huge just like Alvin Kamara was huge in the Sean Payton's offense. He's going to be getting a lot of digging dunks. You know, I think they got rid of Melvin Gordon, so I don't know who the other running back is, but if he comes P. back, Ryan. Up, Jonathan P. Williams. Ryan. P. Ryan is a guy who can catch the dig and dunk as well. He ain't Alvin Kamara, but Jonathan Williams is a special running back that people don't get a chance to talk about because he got hurt last year. I've seen him the first year, so I think you're going to see more action out the backfield, pass heavy, as well as run. With a lot of Jonathan Williams this year. You still got good receivers there, man. You know, Cortland and um, Southern, Jerry Judy. Right, right, right. You got a you got a nice core. So, you know, you need a good offensive coordinator, a guy who knows the core and can see what's going on. But this core is really good. You know, so I think that's gonna be the um the thing. Can Russell handle the pressure of Sean Payton? 
putting him in the right positions. You know, Russell has always been in a situation where he can kind of control his own destiny. But now you right. got Sean Payton coming. Even with Pete Carroll, Pete Carroll kind of let Russell be Russell in in Seattle. They had like a, a very simple offense that they ran. But now you you brought him last year with Nathaniel Hackett. He's running a complicated, somewhat West Coast offense, which I think the whole league probably about to start running the West Coast offense. Because for some reason, everybody done been on the Kyle Shanahan or Mike Shanahan, and they just run the same style. Same they just style. all have their and, own and versions of it. Right, right. It they works. have their own versions of it. So, um, you know, Sean McVay runs it. Kyle Shanahan runs it. Mike McDaniel runs it. Um, Nathaniel Hackett was running it. Um, the Jets are running it. You know, so, I mean, um, shoot, I'm I'm quite sure that Houston Texas is going to run it because um, D'Amico Ryan's brought an OC from over there for San Francisco. They're going to run it. So, I mean, you're going to see that offense a lot in um in this in this league. So, but can Russell Wilson be able to, to handle the load, even though they think it's simple, but the calls, the cadence, stuff like that under Sean Payton the is pressure. a little bit different. Right. So you're, you're going to get a guy. Now. Right. You're going to get a guy who's going to hold you accountable. You're not going to be able to do everything you want. And I'm not saying that Russell just doesn't have it. I think Russell still is a really, really, really good quarterback. But it ain't going to be no do what you want no more, Ralph Thompson. Mm-mm. It's going to be. What the system is, what the play is, let's make the best football play. And I think that's where Russell is going to see. Because Sean Payton is a Super Bowl winning guy. Well, yes, we know Russell Wilson has won a Super Bowl. But let's be clear. When he won that Super Bowl, that was all Legion of Boom keeping Peyton Manning under wraps. He pretty yeah, much that, handed off the that And you got to make Russell Wilson focus on football. Because sometimes he'd be on the celebrity side of there. It. it was like, well, he has to be that celebrity yeah. with his wife. Yeah. And, and, it's, interesting. and it feels like it's like, Really get some awful football, really. right? Right. So that's why they had to clear everybody out of there of this locker, just one on one with Sean Payne and Russell Wilson at one point. Because as soon as Sean Payne got in there, he got rid of everything Wilson's counties right. and all that. Get that out of there. Make them focus on football. If you if you're really serious about this, you got to focus on football. You can worry about that in the off season, all that fun stuff. We're trying to win a Super Bowl here. If you're and in Denver Broncos, and I'm just realizing, even through my cousin that lives in Denver, I didn't know Denver was a big market. Like for people oh. to like the to to have so much attention, like Russell to have that much attention. Oh, in Seattle, it was okay. Seattle? It wasn't like that type of marketing. Denver is bigger than I guess marketing wise than Seattle. It's not LA or Miami or that. Oh no, no, no. Or New York. They, have, they mean, have a market, and especially right. now that the Denver Nuggets won this past ooh, this past season. Ooh. Listen, that market is up in the air. So if you want some winning cultures, there's there too. So Denver is in the high of winning. And would that, that be? And would that be said, We're gonna go to um. Let's talk about the Carolina Panthers number one pick. Ooh. They got Bryce Young. They got to kick the quarterback out of Alabama. He's a West Side guy, calling West Side out of California, but he came to the East Coast to play for Alabama. Number one pick. Will the Carolina Panthers win the NFC South title? I say yes, actually. The NFC South is up in the air. It could be anybody's division, the Saints, the Falcons, the Panthers. That's about it, what I'll say. But the Panthers, though, with Bryce Young, you got a running back with Miles Sanders coming off of Philadelphia. You got Adam Thielen, who's a veteran wide receiver for him. And you have Hayden Hurst coming up from Cincinnati Bengals, giving him the recipe on winning, bringing that culture. Now, it's, it's kind of crazy saying a rookie quarterback can take him to the playoffs, but it has happened before. 
This has happened before. This is not the first time a rookie quarterback has gone to the, to the title. Now, of course, he has to fight for that quarterback spot because right now Andy Dalton is the starting quarterback. But I feel once they put Bryce Young at quarterback, that's going to keep him going riding off. And I'll even say this on the record, too. They will win a playoff game in the wild card at home. Whoever they face against, they will win. I guarantee you that. Woo! You said win a playoff game. Whoa, yes. whoa, whoa! Take it a hot take like there. That. I Listen, like it. guy, put I a hot take there. I don't know if Frank Wright defensively could get him there. I like, you know, Steve Wilson's there. There was a very young, aggressive defense that was getting there. They just waiting for the right quarterback. I think he's a rookie. I think it's gonna be things that he's still gonna have to learn in the NFL. That the NFL is still gonna be fast. I do like Bryce no, Young. He's saying height as me. I think he might be fine. Oh, I'm five nine, five eight. He might be five. You know, they always say they list you at five eleven, whatever, but you could be shorter than what you usually are. But they list you, you could be six four, but really like six two. You know, so yeah, they put the weight off just so you don't go there. Yeah, I know. Right, right, right. So with Bryce <laughs> Young, man, I, I think um, I like him. I like him for the Panthers. I like what the Panthers are doing. I just don't know what they're going to do defensively. You know, and I think the weapons they got, they got a veteran receiver, Adam Thielen there now. I think Bryce Young could be a guy that can help them guys win the NFC title, NFC South title. You know, even though Derek Carr is in New Orleans, I, I just don't – I think Tampa Bay's getting ready for the draft. And what's Tampa up, you got Rebuild mode. Atlanta Falcons. Atlanta Falcons. Threat. They make it be a spoiler. The Atlanta Falcons make it be a spoiler, even though I'm not saying I got my hopes high on the Atlanta Falcons. I know – Anything can happen. I think that is one of the teams that you just don't know. I feel like Derek Carr, New Orleans, they do have the better weapons. They get Alvin Kamara, which he does. That's what they say. He just got off of the situation. Still got Michael Thomas there. Maybe you can create some commodity or something like that, you know, with that, with those guys. But mm-hmm. I just think the Panthers have a better overall team. I think, even though I'm a Carolina, even though I'm a 49er guy, the Carolina Panthers will win the NFC side title. And son, I am on podcast. I'm on a podcast. I cannot come here to you right now. Raw thoughts. That's why it's called raw thoughts. That's right. <laughs> there, not scripted at all. <laughs> rolling right, just rolling roll right. But yeah, I am bold with that statement there. They can possibly win a playoff game. I'll say that. So we're gonna go to this topic real quick before we get off the air. Um, my guy E for E on the mic, and we call it the raw thoughts minute. This is what I call something that. You want to talk about discussing sports? We probably haven't talked about. We haven't even discussed off air, people. And he has a chance to give you this. So I'm hearing it for the first time, just like you're going to hear it for the first time. And this is where we're going at. So your raw thought minute starts now. Ooh, man, raw thought minute, man. Man, you got to put me right on the spot too. It's always, it's always just kind of thinking. I'm just thinking, man. I'm just got me on the spot here. Damn. Okay, here, here's one. Here's a raw thought moment. You ever go to you ever go to a girl's house? You know, you think you're gonna get something there. All of a sudden, the dad's there. What do you do in that situation? What do you do in that situation, though? If you think about it, if you think about it, right? She's getting all the mood and everything, dad, and then all of a sudden her pops is there. It's like, what do you do in that situation, Ryan? Tell me. Talking about some raw thoughts moments right here, man. What do you do in that moment? What do you do? What do you even do in that situation? <laughs> oh, oh my god! And look, that's a raw thought 
minute. That's a raw thought minute. Now for hey, me, you said a raw thought minute. I have a daughter, so you know, I was actually talking raw thoughts. This is definitely gonna be a, a snippet of this show. I was talking more like sports, sports raw thought minute. Now oh, hey, raw thought hey, minute. Hey, 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 listen, you said raw thought. I listen. <laughs> hey, listen. Uh, I don't know, I don't know. but you I know anything. what I have you a daughter, anything. so I know what I do. And my okay. daughter always joke with me now, talking about, you want to see my boyfriend? But she never brought him to me. You want to see right. my boyfriend? She never put him on the phone. So with that being said, she always taught that. So I understand we come from as a father, but I also understand as my son would probably say, Dad, I went over to my girl house. Brought thoughts. I went to my girl house, and her daddy popped up. Oh, you already know what time it is. You're a man yourself, ain't you? Your man, what you do if that was your what what, what what you do? Let's just be in raw thoughts here. We know it's life, we know you gotta do it, it's gonna happen right. whether we see it or not. You as a man, and that's your daughter, and you got some kid coming over there trying to pop and squeeze. What you gonna do? Well, I'm gonna do you better hope you I hope I never find out to that day. <laughs> <laughs> I hope he never finds out. I hope I never find out. Let me put it that way. I hope I never find out to that day. Listen, I go damn more on the son. Listen. You don't want this smoke, all right? I ain't going to say all that. I, I I know I can't say it on screen, but this is going to be on record. I ain't going to say all that, but listen. There I know. I already know. I'm already sugaring my sister already with it. So, listen. With them boys and all that. Come on. <laughs> hey, listen. You said raw minute. I wasn't sure. I was say, oh, raw minute? Eh, why not? It's, all the, it's part of the show anyways. It's part of the show. So here we go. My role. I, I can do a raw sports moment if you want. I can do yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Give me that. Give me that while we at it. Go yeah. ahead. Give me that. <laughs> well, I'll let you go. <laughs> yeah, you just gave me all. You gave me the raw thought minute off, and you gave me that. Let's let's go to the raw thoughts. Okay, let's go. Let's go back back. Let's go real Sponsor, back in. Let's raw thoughts minute sponsored by Central Collections. Essential Collections. Go ahead. <laughs> hey, listen. That's what I. Right. Hey, it's part of the show. Hey. All right, okay, right. seriously. Raw thought. Raw thought moment for the sports talk right here. Imagine a Kobe and LeBron James final mm. way back, way back mm. when, um, because when the Orlando Magic upset the Cleveland Cavaliers way back, if it was, I'm going to say a 2010 season, it was either 2010, 2011 season, where we could have gotten a LeBron James matchup against Kobe Bryant, seeing who was the best deal. Because Kobe Bryant was still in his prime during that point in time, back in 2009, 2010. Same thing with LeBron. He was just getting his prime. The new generation against the old generation that was dominated for the LA Lakers and LeBron James. Could you imagine that finals, Brian? Could you imagine that? You just think about it. That's that's one of those what ifs. Right, right. No, that's one if, what ifs. But I'm going to tell you now, raw thoughts. That's probably going to be the most most watched NBA finals ever. I mean, no matter how many times LeBron's been there, LeBron and LeBron haters will watch. To win or lose, then you have Kobe in it, all of Kobe's fans in it. You by far the most televised. I know the NBA wish that would have happened. I Man. know the NBA wish that would know how much money they would got that there, especially how much greed, Ooh, especially now they got that, an NBA cup now. That's like coming to church and they giving out offering for real, and then they say donations like donations, like my good sir. On donations offering on offering, right? Right? So, yeah, I can see that. I can see that, man. But and I, I imagine I went to seven games, seven Woo. games. They're not gonna get that at five and six. You know, we know how the NBA is. We gonna make they sure they, 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 they just said for the Heat never. Uh, the no one's watching. I just finish up at five. <laughs> but if it's something, it like LeBron versus Giannis for a prime example, Lord have mercy. 
or even you, or even Tatum against LeBron. The Celtics and LeBron. LA, you know how the market. They don't. Of, of they don't Boston. give you that much though. You know, it don't even though because Boston Celtics and the Lakers market. always play. Right, right, right. I know what you're saying. Like Market-wise. LA Lakers versus Boston. That's a big, always a big championship type of thing. Like when Kobe Bryant was playing against the Lakers. I mean, against Celtics. You know, I, I get where you're coming from on that. I just don't think he would. have I don't think Tatum. And I'm a diehard dude fan. Would have been like Kobe, if that made sense. Now he's 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 not the flashiest guy, but Tatum gets it done. You know, and I'm just gonna say it, and I'm telling you now, his time gonna come. He'll win the championship. But I'm gonna give you my raw thought minute right here, E on the mic. You ready for this? I'm ready. I'm ready. Is you ready? And I'm gonna let you give all the raw thoughts after because I'm gonna get some more. You ready? I'm gonna tell people yeah, I'm now. Ready. I'm ready. I hope people are ready. You ready for this? Are you ready? Kansas City will not be in the Super Bowl next year because the New York Jets will be there. The New York Jets will be in the Super Bowl. And I'm telling you now, Aaron Rodgers, out of all years, and as much as we talk about rah, 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 the New York Jets will be in the Super Bowl. When I look at this NFL, when I look at this New York Jets team, Robert Salah was missing a guy who could just take over the offense. You know, they had a top five defense, and I looked in every statistical category. They all they didn't get dominated or blew out or beat to death. Game after game after game after game. You got a guy like Aaron Rodgers who has all these little young smart pieces. Then you got a plethora of running backs, and you got a top five defense. Then you just signed back Quentin, Quentin Williams to a big deal. Robert Salah, this is what the Jets went into. Woody went into. We're risking it. We're we're putting out the chips. Aaron Rodgers is going to get us a Super Bowl. We haven't even been to playoffs in a long time. Last time they've been to playoffs Ooh. was under Mark Sanchez. Mark the Sanchez. Championship, we all know well, last time we saw Mark Sanchez. Right. That's last time. I feel like this Jets team, the one of the reasons why I like it, at first I'm like, why would Aaron Rodgers go? One of the things that I know Aaron Rodgers is, he ain't a fool. It, was, it wasn't no. no need. If he knew he was going to go to a team that's going to get ready for the Jet draft, year in, year out, year out, he probably analyzed his entire team while he was in that cave. Or why he before he went to the cave, he probably realized like this team really is okay. This team is not bad, and it's youngsters. And you could get all of them on cheap contracts. I can keep my money. We could bring in a few pieces, keep them. He even brought first, he even brought guys from Green Bay. You know Lazar, for a prime example. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I don't know if um Cobb got there yet, but I'm pretty sure he probably will. Oh, he almost like he will. I won't be surprised yeah, so, by that. So, so you can bring in guys to teach them his concepts. How he throws, his timing, stuff like that. Because most of the time, he doesn't even be in the offseason. Aaron Rodgers has been locked in in the offseason with the Jets. I feel like the Jets can beat the Kansas City Chiefs. It's going to be a high-scoring game. But the Kansas City Chiefs mm. will have to deal, if healthy. Because, you know, injuries always play a part. I'm saying this with the Jets being healthy. A top-five defense in, in the NFL. With the quarterback now, who get it done. The Jets will be in the Super Bowl next year. Let's say Ross get hurt. Go ahead. Hey, I definitely agree with the defensive part because they've really held down to opponents, especially they had a horrible offense, but they really made sure they made their opponents' life difficult to score, honestly. Especially, I know that, especially seeing the Jets twice a year. They hold us to field goals in the last game. They hold us only about a good 14 points, 20 points, while they had like a good 45. Their missing key was, of course, that quarterback position, which is Aaron Rodgers. My main concern with that one is, which Rodgers are we going to see? Are we going to see the MVP Rodgers 
from two years ago? Or are we going to see that Roger from last year? Yes, he has weapons there with Garrett Wilson, Alan Lazar, Brees Hall, for a prime example. He even got one of the Chiefs speed wide receivers, too, this offseason, too. So he has a lot of weapons to go with him. That's going to be the main question then. It's going to be a Super Bowl bust there for the for the Jets, but there's not going to be no cakewalk. I don't, I'm don't. i not going to say they're going to be the Super Bowl. Now, for me, I don't have the Chiefs going to the Super Bowl, but I don't think it's going to be the Jets. Well, you got going to the Super Bowl, then. I got Cincinnati. As much as it hurts me to say that. Wait, 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 wait. That, that's a good one. Now, that's a good one. One thing about it, you got Broadway Joe. I'm just mm-hmm. going back again. When I looked at it, I analyzed that myself. In my raw thoughts, he said, because it's my opinion, it's in my space. Like you said earlier. Okay, okay, okay. Your space. Okay, Cincinnati defense is womp, womp. And I'm saying that. Now, don't get it twisted. If it come down to the offense being on the field last, and I got a friend that loves Cincinnati, go to all the games. That's my guy. Shout out to my guy, Kevin. He's from Cincinnati. But defensively, they are not there. And I feel like that's what – this is the reason why I'm saying the Jets will be in the Super Bowl because you got Aaron Rodgers, a veteran guy, regardless of how many pouts and moans and groans he makes, he's good. He's really Mm -hmm. good. Aaron Rodgers never really had a top five defense outside of that year in the Super Bowl when they went to the Super Bowl when he was young with the Green Bay Packers. This is the first time he gets a top five defense. He's been carrying the Packers, regardless of what the Packers want to say. We know he makes his mistakes, too. He's been carrying the Packers all those years by him in the offense. They never had a top five defense. Aaron sure. Rodgers could get – if he could get turnovers, the Jets could get turnovers. You got a quarterback like him that can take advantage of those. That's where I'm going at. Don't get it twisted, though. Jer Burrow is ice cold, and I like that. He's ice cold, but I just don't think that he's going to be able to. He got some. He got some pieces. I just think the Jets' defense is going to take them to another level, and they're going to get even better, as you see already. And Rodgers already got Sauce Gardner hanging out with him. He don't even play offense. He don't even play offense. They, they, they've, so, already been, they've been recruiting since that Packers and Jets game last year, especially <laughs> with the Chiefs head in his head. He already knew. So he already so knew I, how Green Bay was going to be. And, and that's for me, man. No, I can, I can uh, see. I mean, I guess if, if they make the playoffs, yes. Main question is, I know how the Jets are. They each find a way to screw themselves over. I just don't see them going to Super Bowl. But, hey, those statistics with the defense, the offense, if they all clicks, it's a big possibility in a tough AFC conference. It ain't no cakewalk like the NFC. I'm not going to say the NFC is that bad, but the NFC is different than the AFC as of right now. It's changed. It has changed. Right, right. So with that being said, that's all I got, man. I appreciate you. Um, E on the mic. It's our first time being up here. I love your energy. I love what we're doing. We definitely got to have you up here a lot more. Not oh, yeah. just Listen, a little bit. Let me know. I got more. you. It could be <laughs> during the middle of the season. It could be like literally right, right after the Dolphins lost. You'll definitely hear a, a <laughs> scream. <laughs> with that so, being said, go ahead. Where you can find me once again, you can find me on YouTube, which is going to be on E on the mic. You can also find me on TikTok. Same thing. Instagram was E on the mic with an S. You can also find me on Threads as well. That's where all you can find me on my social media platform right there as well. We'll be talking about sometimes I'll be going live stream on TikTok. Going to be start going on live streams as well on YouTube as well once the games start happening for the Dolphins. Cannot wait, cannot wait. Especially training camp coming up soon, Ryan. It's coming up soon and, for both of our teams. We already know. And you got that right. And speaking of training camp, before we get off, we've got to talk about that. What is your thing in training camp? What are you looking forward to in training camp? 
for like for my team specifically or for any or in general? I mean, any team competition that you're looking at. I'm looking at least for like for my Dolphins at least. I'm looking at the quarterback, the backup quarterback, who's going to be backup because two ain't going to be healthy throughout the season. If he gets some, if he can stay healthy, that'd be great. But the main question is, who's that backup? Is it Mike White? Is it Scott Thompson? Mike White, who was a former Jet, who's proven record of winning games, you know, and you got Scott Thompson, a seventh round rookie from last year, and he was playing. He was playing the wild card game too. So you gotta find out who's the main guy there as well. It's a lot of battles there too. If you want to go like league wise, there. It's a lot of guard positions that are up in the air. Detroit's looking for guards. Same thing with the Arizona Cardinals need protection there. Miami's also get ready for the draft with the number one pick. But go ahead. Hey, all I know is is all. When is Saquon gonna get signed to? That's also another thing during the training camp. Is Saquon gonna get that contract? I know the running back situation through league. That's why Dalvin Cook is still a free agent because he rejected the Dolphins offer there too. So it's gonna be interesting training camp because. I'm not going to say there's people going to go down, but I feel someone's going to go down and one of these players, D-Hop or Dalvin Cook, may get signed. Even Denver might get might even be interested in Dalvin Cooks, but that's going to be a lot of stuff going into the training camp. Where do you think Dalvin Cook can go? Originally, I had Miami because I think even though we had a, a stacked field in the running back core with a chain, Jeff Wilson, it's not too bad game, Dalvin um, Cook. Raheem Mostert. I mean, y'all got – his style of play fits Miami, but at the it same does. time – like, But then at the same time, Denver could be another fit too. Because in case Javante do. Williams go down, then you all you have left is P. Ryan and some other running backs. Dalvin Cook would also be helpful there. Because Dalvin Cook more is, is a split-back guy. He's not the main guy anymore. That's right. that, His days of that, it's over. He's more of a split-back guy in my opinion. So, so, so for me, um, I know he's supposed to get off. He plugged himself in. But two things we didn't do, and that's why I say raw mind sports on scripted because I got to get it while I got E up here. DeAndre Hopkins, where do he go? Where will he be? Ooh, DeAndre Hopkins. He already said he not – it sounded like to me on his um Instagram text, he was like, Buffalo. I'm not going to Buffalo with no discount. I'm going to tell you why I think he's going, but go ahead. I'm going to say – because I feel Hopkins doesn't want to go to that trend of where wide receivers go to die, Tennessee Titans. No disrespect to the Titans, but if you remember players like Randy Moss, Julio Jones going to Tennessee, where are their careers at this point in time? I don't think that would be a great deal. I know he wants to win championships. The Chiefs are one of those teams that desperately needs a wide receiver. Even though they say they don't really need Hopkins, they got Kadarius Tony, Sky Moore. I think he'd be a great fit for them, especially having another receiver besides Travis Kelsey, in my opinion. That's where I feel he should go. But if anything, I heard New England's in the in the mix too, but I don't see that happening at all. I think the perfect fit for him, if he wants to get a chip, the Kansas City Chiefs is that team right there. Honestly, that's a team that needs a chip there. That hey. he need, if he wants a chip, he goes there. Kansas City, okay, I got you. So I'm gonna go with my raw thoughts here. My raw thoughts is I'm saying this chip or not, he's not going to Buffalo. I don't no. think he's going to Kansas City because he probably wants some. I don't know if he won't change or not because people are telling me he needs to come to Buffalo to win championship. He made a comment, so I said, "Yeah, it the might only not reason be why is because of Stephon Diggs issue. That's why." That's well, okay, okay, that's okay, the only okay. reason why they're that, trying to get him in there because Stephon Diggs is kind of giving a scene during training camp this past this past season. So, gotcha. So that's, that's the a, reason that's, why they're getting some little traction there with Hopkins. So look, I'm gonna tell you where he's going, and yeah. it ain't even brought, been brought up, but I'm telling you where he's going. The Andre Hopkins will be a Baltimore Raven, and I'm gonna tell you mm. why. Experience. Possession receiver. Odell Beckham can actually stay healthy with a guy like DeAndre Hopkins on the other side. And then they said they're going to 
amp up the workload of J.K. Dobbins. So, you know, if you get those two guys there, like, together without having to take on so much of a load with his for sure hands, and you got Odell Beckham sitting on the other side that doesn't have to worry about being injured or pressure, man, I'm telling you, that's the sneakiest team, dark horse team in the AFC would be the Baltimore Ravens. Because even without defensively, it is hard already to stop Lamar Jackson healthy. Mm -hmm. Let alone you give him two Pro Bowl receivers and see what you get. And people are not talking about that. Those two Pro Bowl receivers, they don't have to do but so much. They got experience. They're veterans. They could probably catch on any corner in the league. And that's on Patrick Sertan and Sauce Gardner. It would be a scary duel. I'll tell, tell you that. If you get the OBJ from years past, D-Hop, and a rookie they just, they just got in this, this year's past draft, it's going to be a scary duel. That's what I was saying. But – that's all yeah, I got. Trio, excuse Unless me. you got something else to say. You got anything else before we get off of all minds? Hey, we're, hey, I'm good with my thoughts, man. I'm good with my thoughts. I'm going to keep it PG. Listen, you can't have raw thoughts here, though. <laughs> have raw that... thoughts. Hey, listen, you told me about one minute. My one minute raw thought. Hey. <laughs> we change it. You didn't specify, so, hey, I'll do my raw thought there. <laughs> hey, one thing about raw thoughts, you are right. I did. Now, I apologize. But with that being said, raw thoughts could be that. It could be that. Um, It could be. Well, I, I, I want to be vague. It could be about sports. Because that's why I wanted to be on sports. I should have put in my in my my topic for him now. I'm gonna say raw thought sports minute. You have broke the mold and made sure I have to say that. <laughs> Listen, I'm gonna that be part of that rule now. I, I'm already with it. Listen, I'm part of the, rule the Brady rule. Okay, let's see. Never when I do it again, raw thoughts sports. I'm about to do that right now. Hold hold, hold on a second. Raw <laughs> thoughts sports minute. I'm putting it in now, people. Raw thoughts. I told you, raw my sports. We do something a certain way, so. Hey, listen, it ain't scripted. I'll tell you that much. Thoughts, sports, minute. There we go. There we go. We got it now. We got it. Sometimes you got to be literal in life. I didn't figure it out. But I love that comment and that conversation. Because it's true. It's a good thing I didn't go too far. I didn't go too far. Listen, I just did it. Touche. Touche. So, listen, I didn't go too far. Listen, I know I know my limits. I know my limits. With that being said, E on the mic, Raw Mind Sports is out. Peace.